Hey everyone and welcome to episode 17 of The Curious Dragon. So this episode is all about Beltane. Beltane is one of the festivals from the Wheel of the Year and brings us into the summer season. So this episode is also being released today, Friday, April the 30th, which is also the start of Beltane. So we will take a look at Beltane and its history and other aspects of this important festival. So should you be a witch, pagan, druid, wiccan or someone who is interested to learn what Beltane is all about, then welcome and come along with us. Beltane is the Gaelic May Day Festival which is commonly held around the end of April and usually May the 1st. This is around halfway between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Historically, Beltane was widely observed throughout Ireland, Scotland and also the Isle of Man. Beltane is one of the four Gaelic seasonal festivals. The others are Samhain, Imbolc and Lunasa, and is similar to the Welsh festival Calanmai or Calanhaf. In Wales, celebrations start on the evening before the May 1st, known as May Eve, where bonfires are lit and the spirits are out and about. Beltane is mentioned in some of the earliest Irish literature and is associated with important events in Irish mythology. Also known as Ketshamhain, sorry for the pronunciation, or First of Summer, it marked the beginning of summer and this was when the cattle was driven out onto the summer pastures. Rituals were performed to protect the cattle, crops and the people, as well as to encourage growth. Special bonfires were kindled and their flames, smoke and ashes were deemed to have protective powers. The people and also their cattle would walk around or between the bonfires and sometimes even leap over the flames or the embers. All the household fires would be doused and then they would then all be relit from the Beltane bonfire. These gatherings would be accompanied by a feast and some of the food and drink would be offered to the Ishi. Doors, windows, briars and livestock would be decorated with yellow mayflowers, perhaps because they evoked fire. In parts of Ireland, people would make a maybush. This was typically a thorn bush or branch decorated with flowers, ribbons, bright shells and rushlights. Holy wells were also visited, while Beltane Dew was thought to bring beauty and also maintain youthfulness. Many of these customs were part of May Day or the Midsummer Festivals, in other parts of Great Britain and across Europe.
Beltane celebrations had largely died out by the mid-20th century, although some of its customs had continued and in some places has been revived as a cultural event. Since the late 20th century, Celtic neo-pagans and Wiccans have observed Beltane, or something based on it as a religious holiday. Neo-pagans in the Southern Hemisphere celebrate Beltane on or around the 1st of November. Historic Beltane Customs Beltane is one of four Gaelic seasonal festivals. Samhain, 1st of November, Imbolc, 1st of February, Beltane, 1st of May and Lunasar, 1st of August. Beltane marked the beginning of the pastoral summer season when the livestock were driven out to the summer pastures. Rituals were held at that time to protect them from harm, this being both natural and supernatural, and this mainly involved the symbolic use of fire. There were also rituals to protect crops, dairy products and people, and also to encourage growth. The Ishi, often referred to as spirits or fairies, were thought to be especially active at Beltane, just as they are active at Samhain, and the goal of many of the Beltane rituals was to appease them. Most scholars see the Ishi as remnants of the pagan gods and nature spirits. Beltane was a springtime festival of optimism, during which fertility ritual again was important, perhaps connecting with the waxing power of the sun. Before the modern era, Beltane, the beginning of summer, and also Samhain, the beginning of winter, are thought to have been the most important of the four Gaelic festivals. Sir James George Fraser wrote in the book The Golden Bow, A Study in Magic and Religion, that the times of Beltane and Samhain are of little importance to European crop growers, but of great importance to herdsmen. So he suggests that halving the year at 1st of May and also 1st November dates from a time when the Celts were mainly a pastoral people dependent on their herds. The earliest mention of Beltane is in Old Irish literature from Gaelic Ireland. According to the early medieval texts, Sanas Cormac, written by Cormac MacCoynane and Tochmer Emery, Beltane was held on 1st of May and marked the beginning of summer. The texts say that to protect cattle from disease, the druids would make two fires with great incantations and drive the cattle between them. Now, according to the 17th century historian Geoffrey Keaton, there was a great gathering at the hill of Ishna, each Beltane in medieval Ireland, where a sacrifice was made to the god named Baal. Keaton wrote that two bonfires would be lit in every district of Ireland and cattle would be driven between them to protect them from disease. 
there is no reference to such a gathering in the annals, but the medieval Din Sen Charles, again, sorry for the pronunciation, includes a tale of a hero lighting a holy fire on Ishna that blazed for seven years. Ronald Hutton writes that this may preserve a tradition of Beltane ceremonies there, but also adds Keaton or his source may simply have conflated this legend with the information in Sanas Koak to produce a piece of pseudo-history. Nevertheless, the excavations at Ishna in the 20th century found evidence of large fires and also charred bones, showing it to have been ritually significant. Beltane is also mentioned in medieval Scottish literature. An early reference is found in the poem, Pebbles to the Play, contained in the Maitland manuscripts of 15th and also 16th century Scots poetry, which describes the celebration in the town of Peebles. Modern Era From the late 18th century to the mid-20th century, Many accounts of Beltane customs were recorded by folklorists and other writers also. For example, John Jameson, in his Etymological Dictionary of the Scottish Language, 1803, describes some of the Beltane customs which persisted in the 18th and the early 19th centuries in parts of Scotland, which he noted were beginning to die out. In the 19th century, the folklorist Alexander Carmichael, 1832-1912, collected the Gaelic song, the Beltane Blessing, in his Carmina Gaelica, in which he had heard from a crofter. Bonfires continue to be a key part of the festival in the modern era. All hearth fires and candles would be doused before the bonfires was lit, generally on a mountain or a hill. Ronald Hutton writes that, to increase the potency of the holy flames in Britain, at least they were often kindled by the most primitive of all means, of friction between wood. So, in the 19th century, for example, John Ramsay described Scottish Highlanders kindling a need fire or a force fire at Beltane. Such a fire was deemed sacred. In the 19th century, the ritual of driving cattle between two fires, as was described in Sanas Cormac, almost 1,000 years before, was still practised across most of Ireland and also in parts of Scotland. Sometimes the cattle would be driven around a bonfire or, or even be made to leap over flames or the embers. The people themselves would also do this. In the Isle of Man, people ensured that the smoke blew over themselves and their cattle also. When the bonfire had died down, the people would then daub themselves with its ashes and then they would sprinkle it over their crops and livestock. Burning torches from the bonfire would be taken home where they would be carried around the house or the boundary of the farmstead 
and then the torch would be used to now relight the hearth. From these rituals, it is clear that the fire was seen as having protective powers. Similar rituals were part of May Day, Midsummer or Easter customs in other parts of the British Isle and across mainland Europe. According to Frazier, the fire rituals are a kind of imitative or sympathetic magic. According to one theory, they were meant to mimic the sun and to ensure a needful supply of sunshine for men, animals and plants. According to another theory, they were meant to symbolically burn up and destroy all harmful influences. Food was also cooked at the bonfire and there were rituals involving it. Alexander Carmichael wrote that there was a feast featuring lamb and that formerly this lamb was sacrificed. In 1769, Thomas Pennant wrote that in Perthshire a caudle made from eggs, butter, oatmeal and milk was cooked on the bonfire. Some of the mixture was poured on the ground as a libation. Everyone present would then take an oatmeal cake called the Beltane Bannock. A bit of it was then offered to the spirits to protect their livestock. One bit to protect the horses, one bit to protect the sheep and so forth. A bit was also offered to each of the animals that might harm their livestock. So it would be one bit to the fox, one bit to the eagle and so forth. Afterwards, they would then drink the caudle. According to 18th century writers, in parts of Scotland, there was another ritual involving the oatmeal cake. The cake would be cut and on one of the slices marked with charcoal. The slices would then be put into a bonnet and then everyone would take one out while blindfolded. Whoever got the marked piece would have to leap through the fire three times. According to another, those present would pretend to throw them into the fire and for some time afterwards they would speak of them as if they were dead. This may embody a memory of actual human sacrifice or it may, ha may have always been symbolic a similar ritual of pretending to burn someone in the fire was also practiced at both spring and summer bonfire festivals in other parts of Europe. Flowers and May Bushes Yellow flowers such as primrose, rowan, hawthorn, gorse, hazel and marsh marigold were placed at doorways and windows in 19th century Ireland. Scotland and the Isle of Man. Sometimes loose flowers were strewn at the doors and windows and sometimes they were made into bouquets, garlands or crosses and fastened to them. They would also be fastened to the cows and the equipment for milking and butter making. It is likely that such flowers were used because they evoked fire also, similar May Day customs are found again across Europe. 
the May bush and the May bow was popular in parts of Ireland until the late 19th century. This was a small tree or branch, typically hawthorn, rowan, holly or sycamore, and they would be decorated with bright flowers, ribbons, painted shells and other things too. The tree would either be decorated where it stood or the branches would be decorated and placed either inside or outside the house. It may also be decorated with candles or rushlights. Sometimes a maybush would be paraded through the town. In parts of Southern Ireland, gold and silver hurling balls, known as maybowls, would be hung on these may bushes and handed out to children or given to the winners of a hurling match. In Dublin and Belfast, may bushes were brought into the town from the countryside and decorated by the whole of the neighbourhood. Each neighbourhood vied for the most handsome tree and sometimes residents of one neighbourhood would try to steal the may bush off the other neighbourhood. This led to the Maybush being outlawed in Victorian times. In some places, it was customary to dance around the Maybush, and then, at the end of the festivities, it may be burnt in the bonfire. Thorn trees were seen as special trees and were associated with the Ishi. The custom of decorating a Maybush or May tree was found in many parts of Europe. Frasier believes that such customs are a relic of tree worship and rites. The intention of these customs is to bring home to the village and to each house the blessings which the tree spirit has in its power to bestow. Emma Estin Evans suggests that the Maybush custom may have come to Ireland from England because it seemed to be found in the areas with strong English influence and also because the Irish saw it as unlucky to damage certain thorn trees. But, however lucky and unlucky, trees varied by region and it has also been suggested that Beltane was the only time when cutting thorn trees was allowed. The practice of bedecking a maybush with flowers, ribbons, garlands and with bright shells is found among the Gaelic Dispora, most notably in Newfoundland and also in some of the Easter traditions on the east coast of the United States. Other Customs Holy wells were often visited at Beltane and at other Gaelic festivals of Imbolc and Lunasar. Visitors to Holy Wells would pray for health while walking sunwise, moving from east to west around the well. They would then leave offerings, typically this would be coins or clouties. The first water drawn from a well on Beltane was seen as being especially potent, as was the Beltane morning dew. At dawn on Beltane, maidens would roll in the dew or wash their faces with it. It would also be collected in a jar, left in the sunlight and then filtered. 
the Jew was thought to increase sexual attractiveness, maintain youthfulness and help with skin ailments. People also took steps specifically to ward off or to appease the Ishi. Food was left or milk was poured at the doorstep or at places associated with the Ishi, such as fairy trays as an offering. In Ireland, the cattle would be brought to the fairy forts where a small amount of their blood would be collected. The owners would then pour it into the earth with prayers for the herd's safety. Sometimes the blood would be left to dry and then be burnt. It was thought that the dairy products were especially at risk from harmful spirits. To protect farm produce and to encourage fertility, farmers would lead a procession around the boundaries of their farms. They would carry with them seeds of grain, implements of husbandry, the first well water and also the herb vervain or rowan as a substitute. The procession then generally stopped at the four cardinal points of the compass, beginning in the east, and rituals were performed in each of the four directions. The festivals persisted widely up until the 1950s, and in some places the celebration of Beltane continues today. Revival As a festival, Beltane had largely died out, by the mid-20th century, but some of its customs continued on and in some places it has been revived as a cultural event. In Ireland, Beltane fires were common until the mid-20th century, but the custom seems to have lasted to the present day in County Limerick and in Arklow in County Wicklow. However, the custom has been revived in some parts of the country some cultural groups have sought to revive the custom at Isna and at the Hill of Tara. The lighting of a community Beltane fire from which each hearth fire is then relit is observed today in some parts of the Gaelic Disapora. Though in most of these cases it is a cultural revival rather than an unbroken survival of the, uh, the ancient tradition. In some areas of Newfoundland, the custom of decorating the Maybush is also still extant, carrying on. The town of Peebles in the Scottish borders holds a traditional week-long Beltane fair every year in June, when a local girl is crowned Beltane Queen on the steps of the parish church. Like other border festivals, it incorporates a common riding a traditional equestrian event. Since 1988, a Beltane Fire Festival has been held every year during the night of 30th of April on Calton Hill in Edinburgh, Scotland. While inspired by traditional Beltane, this festival is a modern arts and cultural event which also incorporates myth and drama from a variety of world cultures and diverse literary sources. Two central figures of the Bellfire procession and performance 
are the May Queen and the Green Man. Neo-Paganism Beltane and also Beltane-based festivals are held by some Neo-Pagans. As there are many kinds of Neo-Pagans, their Beltane celebrations can be very different, despite the shared name. Some try to emulate the historic festival as much as possible. Other Neo-Pagans base their celebrations on many sources, with the Gaelic festival being only one of them. Neo-Pagans usually celebrate Beltane on 30th of April to the 1st of May in the Northern Hemisphere, and it's the 31st of October to the 1st of November in the Southern Hemisphere, both beginning and ending at sunset. Some Neo-Pagans celebrate it at the astronomical midpoint between the spring equinox and the summer solstice, or at the full moon nearest this point. In the Northern Hemisphere, this midpoint is when the elliptic longitude of the sun reaches 45 degrees. Celtic Reconstructionists Celtic Reconstructionists strive to reconstruct pre-Christian religions of the Celts. Their religious practices are based on research and historical accounts, but may be modified slightly to suit modern life. They will also avoid modern syncretism and electism, the combining of practices from unrelated cultures. Celtic Reconstructionists usually celebrate La Bialtine when the local hawthorn trees are in bloom. Many will observe the traditional bonfire rites to whatever extent this is feasible where they live. This may involve passing themselves and also their pets or livestock between two bonfires and bringing home a candle lit from the bonfire. If they are unable to make a bonfire or even attend a bonfire ceremony, then torches or candles may be used instead. They may also decorate their homes with a maybush, branches from blooming thorn trees or equal armed rowan crosses. Holy wells may also be visited and offerings made to the spirits or deities of the wells and traditional festival foods may also be prepared. Wicca Wiccans will use the name Beltane or Beltine for their May Day celebrations. It is one of the yearly sabbats of the Wheel of the Year, following on from Ostara and preceding Midsummer. Unlike Celtic Reconstructionism, Wicca is syncretic and melds practices from many different cultures. But remember, many Wiccans are of the Alexandrian or Gardenarian traditions. In general, the Wiccan Beltane is more akin to the German-English May Day Festival, both in its significance, such as focusing on fertility, and its rituals, such as the Maypole Dance. Some Wiccans enact a ritual union of the May Lord and May Lady. 
So for this part, we will now take a look at all the different things, items and traditions that go into Beltane celebrations. The meaning of Beltane. Beltane. This marks the emergence of the young God into manhood, stirred by the energies at work in nature. He desires the goddess. They fall in love, lie among the grasses and blossoms, and together they unite. The goddess becomes pregnant of the god, which is celebrate the symbol of her fertility in ritual. Beltane has long been marked with feasts and rituals. Maypoles, a supremely phallic symbol, were the focal point of Old English village rituals. Many persons rose at dawn to gather flowers and green branches from the fields and gardens, using them to decorate the maypole, their homes and themselves. The flowers and greenery symbolise the goddess. The maypole is the symbol for the god. Beltane marks the return of vitality, of passion and hopes consummated. Maypoles are sometimes used by witches today, during the Beltane rituals, but it is the cauldron that is a more common focal point of the ceremony. It represents, of course, the goddess, the essence of womanhood, the end of all desire, the equal but the opposite of the maypole, symbolic of the god. Beltane Date Starts Friday, April 30th, 2021. The sun transits 15 degrees Taurus. Animals. Bees, cats, cattle, doves, frogs, goats, leopards. Lynx, rabbits, swallows, swans, horses, sheep, alpacas. Altar decorations and symbols. Ideas for a Beltane altar can include... Acorns, antlers, baskets, blooming flowers, herbs, candles, cauldron, cup, floral crowns, may baskets, maypole, sticks, seeds, wreaths, also. But please remember that these are just ideas for the altar. Your own altar is personal to you. Also, when using candles, please be very careful and make sure the flame is out when finished with. Crystals and stones. Beryl, emerald, garnet, malachite, rose quartz, tourmaline, jade, bloodstone. Colours and candles. Shades of green, bright spring, blues, purples, yellows, reds, browns, light pink, magenta, white. Herbs and flowers. All heal. Blessed thistle, broom, coriander, crocus, curry, daffodil, dandelion, dragon's blood, fern, Fireweed, flaxseed, forsythia, hawthorn, marjoram, meadowsweet, nettle, paprika, primrose, rose, rue, snapdragon, tansy, tulips, violet, woodruff, lemon, mint, mugwort, daisy, honeysuckle, ivy, lily of the valley, lilac, narcissus. Incense and oils. Frankincense, jasmine, musk, peach, rose, vanilla, yanglang. Trees are, trees are, sorry, alder, ash, birch, hawthorn, hazel, holly, oak, pine, rowan, willow.
Now we have what is known as a Beltane chant. Friends that in the circle stand, heart to heart and hand to hand, bringing Beltane to the land, let the sleeper awake. Let the flames of Beltane burn, may the old ones now return, may we of their magic learn. Let the sleeper awake. Let the streams and fields be pure. Earth and sky be clean once more. Love and laughter long endure. Let the sleeper awake. Forest spreading, peace returning. Where the pagan fires are burning. Now the inner light discerning. Let the sleeper awake. May the ladies touch again, rest upon the barren plain, with the sunshine and the rain, let the sleeper awake. Beltane magic here we sing, chant the rune and dance the ring, joy and blessings shall it bring, let the sleeper awake. And now we finish with a Beltane prayer. The Beltane fire sends its flames to the sun, the promise of summer warmth to come. The horned god dances through the green, chasing after his goddess and queen. The earth mother laughs with joy that her young consort is no longer a boy. Their sacred marriage empowers the earth, and couples seek their blessings for future birth. Hawthorn blossoms in radiant white and clarity grows in the quickening light. Now is the time for actions and life to fertilise plans and banish strife. Take the leap across the Beltane fire and let the energies take you higher. Blessed be.